the explosive new film, Flynn, Deliver the Truth, Whatever the Cost, exposes secrets behind the government's takedown of General Michael Flynn. Flynn knew what the intel world had been up to. He ordered the first audit of the use of contractors. This set off alarm bells. He told the truth. He was the most dangerous person for Donald Trump to hire. They had to get rid of Flynn. Flynn, Deliver the Truth, Whatever the Cost. Available now. Watch it today. Go to SalemNow.com. SalemNow.com. More than a thousand chapters and 30,000 verses, but you can do it. Read the entire Bible with Bible in a Year. Totally interactive, totally free at BibleStudyTools.com. The best Christian music, relevant sermons, and other Christian content easily accessible from anywhere on your laptop, tablet, or smartphone. Visit ChristianRadio.com. Lives change here. You're listening to WAVA-FM Arlington and WSBZ Bethesda. We're 105.1 FM WAVA. The last thing I wanted to inherit from my mom was her varicose and spider veins. Then it happened. Embarrassing, bulgy, naughty-looking legs. Not to mention the pain and swelling. I just couldn't stand it anymore, so I went to Vein Clinics of America. Vein Clinics of America is the oldest, largest, most experienced vein treatment center in the U.S. And for 35 years, they've been the leading expert in the treatment of vein disease. Using state-of-the-art laser and minimally invasive treatments, they can begin restoring the natural beauty of your legs in as little as an hour with no downtime. And most treatments are covered by your insurance. My legs look great and feel great. I even love wearing dresses again. Whether it's a family gathering or office formal, make sure your legs look and feel their best this fall. Call now and schedule a free fast-track consultation to find out how you can finally get rid of those embarrassing varicose and spider veins. Space is limited, so call 800-885-8181. That's 800-885-8181. 800-885-8181. We've all heard about the amazing benefits of juicing, and it's true. Juicing helps you stay fit and trim. Juicing is great for boosting energy and vitality. There's just one catch, the cost. But what if you had a simple and affordable shortcut? Introducing the Organic Juice Cleanse. Every scoop is power-packed with over 20 organic farm-fresh superfruits, berries, and fiber, plus clinically tested cranberry. Just scoop, shake, and go, and you'll feel great all day. Best of all, the Organic Cranberry Cleanse isn't just affordable today it's free that's right just pay for the shipping and we'll rush you a free bottle now you can buy the organic cranberry cleanse on amazon but for your free bottle simply call purity products right now dial 1-800-481-7394 that's 1-800-481-7394 for your free organic cranberry cleanse call now 1-800-481-7394 that's 1-800-481-7394 the following program is sponsored by Rosenthal Wealth Management. It's time now for Making Money Sense, live with Larry Rosenthal. Larry is recognized as one of the nation's leading financial and retirement planners and is here to answer your questions right now. Author, speaker, and talk show host Larry Rosenthal is dedicated to teaching others financial stewardship from a biblical point of view. Call Larry now. Studio lines are open at 855-ROSE-123. That's 855-767-3123. Making Money Sense is on the air. And welcome back to another edition of the Larry Rosenthal Show with Larry Rosenthal, our financial and retirement expert here in studio with us. Welcome back, sir. Good to see you. 
Chris, and it's good to be back again. How are you? I am doing, doing very, very well. Hope you had a good time off. I did. I did. You know, busy time of year with family on weekends and different things like that. So very appreciative to Dina. She always comes in and does a great job. Uh, but now I'm back a little bit, uh, back to work, you know, and and it's not like I've been taking off week after week. It's just been the weekend stuff, so still, well, family, still pounding it, family still doing weekend. that stuff. Yep, yeah. <laughs> exactly. Well, good morning, everyone, and welcome to Making Money Sense, the Larry Rosenthal Show here. Boy, what a good weekend it is, huh? Oh, yeah. Beautiful out, uh, except for one little hiccup last night at the ballpark, but uh, we'll go get him today. Yes, yes, there you go, Bob. I had to throw it out there. Okay. Uh, we're not talking about it. So anyway, uh, hey, you know, uh, lots of interesting news this week in the in the economy. I always like to start the show off with the economy and then get into some of our subject matter. And by the way, we're going to test you today, those of you that are listening to the show today. We're going to test you. We're going to talk about some controversial products, subjects, the do's and don'ts of different products and correlations and all kinds of things out there. So stay tuned throughout the show for a lot of good information today. Non-farm payrolls fell this past week as a result of, of the hurricanes, unfortunately. Mm, yeah, unfortunately. You know, just just terrible. Yep, absolutely. So people were concerned about the jobs number. and we, we dropped 33,000 and some jobs this past week, which wasn't too bad, but it was directly related to uh, Hurricane Irma and Harvey. Uh, as a result, on the other side of things, auto sales are kicking up because people are replacing their cars. So, you know, the all the economists are out talking about what's going to happen in the economy with, with this, that, and the other. Building supplies will be increasing, you know, and, and probably get a little bad of inflation going on here. The number of cars that were completely destroyed is astronomical. It's amazing. Um, so there is yes. definitely a big I mean, number it's just, there. It's just horrible. Every time, yeah. everywhere you look, it's just terrible when, when you take a good, uh, you know, good hard look at it all. But at the end of the day, the economy is still cruising along. Uh, they don't expect it to hurt the third quarter GDP too much, and those numbers will be coming out here in the coming weeks. Uh, at, at the same time, we still take a look at, at you know, figures from the United States, Europe, China, uh, are all experiencing continued solid economic growth. You know, U.S. manufacturing and services sectors both showed their strongest strongest readings in September in over a decade, which is good. You know, the economy is definitely perking along. Uh, the, the, the Fed is, is getting involved now in a different role. You know, coming out of the financial crisis, the Federal Reserve was buying bonds from the Treasury Department. Now the Fed is going to start selling bonds from the Treasury Department. We're expecting rates to, to, to start to rise a little bit here. And while this is going on, we've, we've taken the first steps towards, uh, tax reform. That's underway, too. So we'll have to wait and see how that plays out. So lots of things going on that, that will, impact the economy in, in, in some positive ways, uh, so we'll have to stay tuned and, and see what's really happening. You it's kind of a good time from, from the academic economist standpoint to be looking at all of this. Yeah. What comes to mind when you were talking about uh, bonds and the fact that the Fed's going to be selling them, I know you're talking about on a large scale to large banks, but what about the individual? Is it, is it a good time to buy those from the, from the Fed? Actually, no. Um, <laughs> That's what I thought you, you would say. Yeah, if you were to start to buy bonds now, you would want to buy bonds and ladder them and hold them to maturity. The problem is is that you're going to be buying them at a, at a premium, so you'll be paying more for them. In most cases today, they might mature down at, at a, a lower value in some cases. So be careful when you go out and do your bond ladders right now. Bonds are very tricky right now. 
we've had you know, we've had 30 plus years of of interest rates slowly declining and now interest rates are are pushing back up so when you take a look at what happens with rates in most of your traditional bonds as rates rise you know, the bond prices tend to drop so that's why you want to do laddering of bonds you know where you you just just like laddering a cd you buy you know if you're going to put $200,000 into into a bond portfolio today Chris just to answer your question you want to break that up into several if not 15 or 20 different bonds that mature at different lengths of time that way you can capture the true interest rate of each individual bond and remember the bonds always mature back at their par value or their stated value mm-hmm. so if you were to pay you know, nine hundred dollars for a thousand dollar bond today, and it was paying you, let's say, four percent. That bond is going to pay you the four percent till it matures, but it's going to mature from nine hundred to a thousand dollars. On the other hand, if you paid twelve hundred dollars for that bond today, uh, it will mature down to a thousand dollars. So it's very tricky when you go taking a look at bonds. Bonds are going to be very interesting scenario in the, in the coming years with it on people don't realize this um, so it's you have to understand how to play the fixed income role but all good you know the economy's percolating along thing things look very good things look very strong good news yeah. in the housing market right the the values of houses are going back up houses are going back up yep exactly but you know so one of one of the most important things here that we're starting to actually see now is is wages are starting to rise and that is a good sign that's a very good sign of a healthy economy so very very pleased with that uh, when, when it comes to it all. So, hey, give us a ring here this morning at 855-ROSE-123. That's 855-767-3123. If you'd like to chime in on how you feel the economy looks and where you think it's going, give us a call with any of your financial planning or investment questions. Reach me live here in the studio at 855-ROSE-123. Listen to Making Money Sense. I'm Larry Rosenthal. We'll be back in a moment. Listening to Making Money Sense live with Larry Rosenthal. Phone lines are open for your retirement and financial planning questions at 855 Rose 123. That's 855 767 3123. More Making Money Sense in a moment. Have you ever wanted to be part of something big? Nonprofit organization called Stars Children Africa. Do you want to be a part of something that changes a child's life? Orphans who are high school age who would not have a chance to get education otherwise? Now you can be part of something that brings hope. What we do is we actually pay for the school fees. For about the cost of a new suit, you can change an orphan's future for a whole year. We pay for the school fees, and that averages around $500 to $550 a year total. That means food, lodging, the teaching, the education part, the the uniform, that whole thing. Call now, 703-201-2494, or go to starschildrenafrica.org. For a dollar and a half a day, one child would be educated for that year in high school. 703-201-2494. Call right now. For $500 a year, you can change an orphan's life. 703-201-2494. You're listening to the Larry Rosenthal Show, Making Money Sense. If you'd like to dial in, here's a phone number for you. 855-767-3123. That's 855 855- Rose one two three. Pick up the phone. Ask any question of Larry Rosenthal, our financial and retirement expert, here in studio today. Larry, 
Absolutely, Chris. So one of the things that we want to talk about today, we want to lead into this, is, is I want to first start talking about income in retirement, pension plans. And there's some new, new information out here by the uh, Pew Charitable Trust, uh, 2007, talking about how, heath, how healthy is your state plan. Okay, so, so you know, a lot of people work for the federal government, state employees. How healthy is your state pension plan? And taking a look at different funded ratios, you know, so, so only 18 states have ratios where they're, they're funded 80% or higher. A lot of states have funding in their pensions that are a lot lower. And, and the, the reason I'm talking about this is because it all comes back to, you know, I remember a long time ago, my friends and I sitting around talking about, well, what do you want to do for a living? You know, what do you want to try to do? And this, that, and the other. And people were talking about, well, you want to work for the government because you have a pension plan or the state government because you have a pension plan and things like that. And I'm not saying that these are going to go away, but I'm just trying to point out to you <clears throat> that the purpose of pension plans is to do what, Chris? It's not to provide a windfall of money so when you retire you've got all this cash, right? It's to provide what? A guaranteed income that takes away economic and stock market risk. Mm-hmm. If you think about it, right? Mm-hmm. You put your time in and then you do your pen and then you, you you know, you get your gold watch, your happy meal, and you're out the door and they give you a check each month, right? Yeah, so they're the last ones to lose the pension. It seems like everybody else in the corporate world has just sort of dumped that at this point. That's adding to my point. That's exactly correct. So when you when you take a look here at the number of pension plans that we had, just say back in the nineteen eighties or nineties, the number is dwindling down. Why? Because <clears throat> cost of living are rising more and more. People are living longer and longer and the cost to maintain these pension plans becomes very very large so a lot of private a lot of corporations have done away with that whereas in the in the public sector state and federal government they haven't and they've got you know funding issues and and part of the funding issues with this and 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 we're not here to 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 rip on the pension plans at all okay but I'll, i'll make my point in a moment but part of the issue here is that interest rates have been low for so long that a lot of these plans are becoming uh, you know, less and less funded. And and my point is this, is that people, again, why do you want to go? A lot of people will choose to work for governments, in whether it's state or local, uh, state or federal, excuse me, in order to receive that pension after after putting in, you know, career worth of, of service. I get that and understand it. And And my point is, you see all of these advertisements all the time on radio, print media, and television. I love annuities. I hate annuities. And that's what I want to talk about today. Okay? Love-hate relationship. That's exactly right. I want to talk a little bit about that today, and I want to dispel the myth on annuities, the purpose of them, the pros and cons of them. I get annuity questions all the time from clients, you know, prospective clients. Hey, I've got this old annuity here. What does it do for me? Is it right? Should I put money into it? Should I put more money into it? Hey, Larry, I've been I've been approached, and, I, and they want me to put money into this annuity and 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 not that one and and how does it all work and everything like that so so i thought today i would come in and i said you know what i'm going to talk a little bit about this because it's such a hot such a uh, a hot if you will and touchy subject okay and so first of all let's start off with understanding what pension plans do for people 
Can I vote for just a second, though, on sure. this? Bent. I, I'm a little upset, actually, about this whole corporate greed thing. Because, you know, the, these pension plans for the years and years and years were something that everybody could depend on. It was a nice thing, and corporate people were providing that. Do you think that it's just, is it a greed thing at the top that says, you know, we've forgotten the human factor? The, we've forgotten how much our employees you know, are so important to our business that we forget to give back a little bit. And so we're so bottom line driven that the human factor gets removed. It just it kind of bothers me just a little bit that we've lost that love and that touch. But, yeah, okay, I'm done venting. But well, I understand, Chris. I mean, you have to take a look also at, you know, it, it's it's a loyalty thing, the employer to the employee. Yeah. Right? Yeah. Okay, so how loyal is the employee when they average changing jobs every seven years? Well, that's true, but if you've got an employee that's stuck with you for 25 years and all of a sudden you're ripping the floor out from underneath them, you know. Well, I don't, I don't think anybody's ripping the floors out from underneath <laughs> anybody because that's not the message at all here. So, so. Well, I guess I, I understand new employees, what you're talking about. New employees, I guess you, you, you have to. They get what they, what they're told they're going to get, and those that are, I wouldn't lose their pension if they've been there for years. But anyway. Correct, and in a lot of cases they're not losing their pensions, and I'm not talking about people losing their pensions today. I'm but 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 some corporations will get rid of their pensions and they will change their pension plans over into a cash balance plan. Yeah. Okay, where it's taking the risk off of the corporation because to your point they are publicly traded in a lot of cases and they have to provide value to the shareholders. Mm-hmm. You know, and and it takes the liabilities off. But you know, I don't know that's a great debate. Maybe we'll bring that up another time. What I want to what I want to focus on here today, though, is is what pensions actually do for people, and that is it provides income, guaranteed income for life in a lot of cases, and it takes away market and economic risk. Right? Sounds like a good investment. So let's sort of go down the line here of what a perfect investment looks like. Right? What are some of the characteristics that a perfect investment would have, Chris? No risk. There you go, risk-free, right? Yeah. Tax-free, risk-free, guaranteed, liquid, high rates of return, and no cost. That's right. Okay. Sign me up. Yep. So I think the investment store is selling these things on Monday. <laughs> so if you go down to the investment store downtown, you can pick them up. What right? a great name for business. We're calling it the investment store. The investment store, yes, yes, yes. So here we have people that want to go to work in order to get a pension. We also have people that, that say, hey, I, you know, too bad the perfect investment doesn't exist. In walks annuities. How does this play out? So let's talk about this. And in the, in in my industry, you see this all over the place. I could I could bring a hundred financial advisors in here right now into the studio from across the country, and the first third are going to tell you why all the reasons that they love annuities and they put their clients into annuities. The next third are going to tell you why they hate annuities and they would never put any of their clients into an annuities. And the middle third, and then the third third of them are going to tell you why. In some cases, they like annuities, and in some cases, they don't like annuities. Let me bet that's you. There you go. So there's pros and cons involved with all of this, right? Right. Three different types of annuities. The first type is called a fixed annuity. The second one's an equity-indexed annuity, and the third one's a variable annuity. So let's take a fixed annuity and break it down. The, the purpose, first of all, the, the purpose of an annuity is to provide a minimum guaranteed income for life. Taking away economic and stock market risk, providing the um, the annuity has certain benefits that are attached to it. It's pretty simple. So it sounds kind of like a pension plan, right? Why do people go to work for state and federal governments? 
one of the reasons, there's many reasons, but one of the reasons is to obtain a pension plan in retirement. And when you have a pension plan, it takes away economic and stock market risk and gives you a guaranteed income for life. So does annuities. That's the purpose of an annuity. Okay, So when you compare an annuity and how it works with a non-annuity investment, it's like comparing you know, a, a, a motorcycle to a bicycle. It's just not going to work, but they both ride on two wheels. Do you see what I mean? The motorcycle is always going to win. Okay, so, so when you stop and look at the purposes and how an annuity is structured versus a non-annuity investment, you have to understand you're comparing apples to oranges. So some of the cons on annuities are, in some cases, but not all cases, all right, it's more expensive than a non-annuity investment. So, so when you hear these advertisements, I hate annuities; they're too expensive. Blah 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 blah. That's a generalist. That's a generalized uh, statement. That's not always the case when you're comparing all the different types of annuities. Some annuities are very simple. Some annuities are very complex. There's lots of moving parts to them, and you need to sit down with a financial advisor who understands the pros and cons and understands how to read through the prospectus and really take a good education look at the at the complexity of an annuity to see if it's right for you or not. You know, think about this, Chris. You're going down a cafeteria line, and you get into the dessert section, right? <laughs> and you're seeing the My pie and the place. cake and the ice cream and all that stuff, and you're going, all right, well, I want some dessert. You know, well, I might take a piece of blueberry pie, and you might take a piece of uh, apple pie, right? Pecan pie. Pecan Pecan pie. There you go. So we're both getting dessert, right? But we have different flavors of it. That's sort of how an annuity works. An annuity has its basic chass, you know, uh, basic basic, uh, um, foundation to it, functionality, and then you can add these these different bells and whistles to it, okay? So, So an annuity can become very complex the more benefits you add to it, but it can also do very specific things for the client as to what they want to have done. Isn't annuity really just an insurance policy? I mean, isn't that what it is? No, it's not an insurance policy at all. It's it's sold through insurance companies okay. because those are the only ones that are really those are the only people that are really qualified to understand actuarial list and longevity numbers, right? So you know, if you want to be an actuary, guess where you're going to work? <laughs> okay. Okay. So there you go, right? So so an annuity is it has a death benefit for spousal protection attached to it, and a lot of people think, oh, well, that's insurance. No, it's not. You know, stop and think about this. Here's here's a pro and con of 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 how an annuity can be compared to a regular investment, and then I'll switch it back around again. Okay. So so when when. When you let's suppose you put two hundred thousand dollars into an annuity and the market that it's that it's it's based off of drops ten percent, so now you're sitting there at one hundred eighty thousand dollars and you pass. Guess what your beneficiary gets? Well, they, the amount, the entire amount, right? They get the original two hundred thousand dollars, right? Because whereas in a non-annuity investment, if you put two hundred thousand dollars in and it drops ten percent and the market's sitting at one eighty, guess what your beneficiary gets? You get one eighty. 180. So there's death benefit protection for beneficiaries. Now, you pay a small fee for that, but there is one there. Whereas on the other side, an annuity limits your liquidity in the first several years. You're only allowed to pull money out a little bit, you know, maybe 5 or 10% each year without a penalty. Well, that's the rub, isn't it? You want to get into it earlier because if you get into an annuity too late, it's probably a lousy investment. 
It just depends, no, because there are certain riders that you can put on there that guarantee you income and take away the stock market risk. Interesting. Yes, yeah, so that, that's my point, Chris, is there's so many different bells and whistles to annuities, just like there are to investments. Now, I don't want to turn this show into an annuity propaganda show because that's not the purpose of it. My purpose here today is to say mainly there's so much information out there about annuities You've got to get educated on it all. And and when you're sitting down with your advisor and he or she is showing you this, they should be showing you different companies, you know, talking about different because they're all different in, in, in how the product mix works. You know, one of the one of the one of the rubs on on an annuity is this is they say, well, it's non liquid. You have to have all of your money and, you know, all the money has to stay in there. Well, that's true because it's going to provide you an income for life. Right. Whereas on the other hand, if you have a pile of investment money and it's providing you income, let's suppose you're pulling money out of your, your dividends and your capital gains and your interest and things like that, right? Well, guess what happens to that income if you take the money out? Well, and, spend, and spend it on a car. The income goes down or goes you're, away. You're losing your so, base. So how liquid is that, too? Do you see what I mean? Mm -hmm. So. So there's pros and cons on both sides, whereas an annuity in in, 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 in some cases is more expensive than a non-annuity investment. In some cases it's not, though. One of the restrictions of an annuity is it limits your investment uh, menu, whereas a non-annuity investment does not. So there's different pros and cons to them all. And, and you know, one of the advantages, again, is, is that it, it provides tax-deferred growth under compound interest. So imagine that tax deferred growth with compound interest, income safety for life, and death benefit protections, you know, versus a non-annuity investment which is less expensive. So a lot of people, let's get over to the investment side of the world now. A lot of people will say, "Ah, they don't like annuities because they're more expensive." Well, mm -hmm. in some cases they are. Annuities restrict the the types of investments that provide the rate of return, whereas your regular investment accounts can invest almost in anything that's available out there. So there's lots of different pros and cons to having money outside an annuity versus money inside an annuity. And the main message that I want to point out to you is this, is if you're considering an annuity, understand the purpose of it in your world, okay? And that is to provide a, a safety net of guaranteed income for you and your spouse, for your family, in the event of a market crash or recession, things of that nature. And you know, when, when you go into it looking at it like that, it could, I'm not saying it will, but it could make sense. I, I think of what you're saying here, and I realize I see something on TV where there's a tightrope whopper going across. There's a little sign underneath it that says, don't try this at home alone. You, you need a professional to navigate this stuff. It just, it's a little too scary to try to do it by yourself. There's just so many bells and whistles and turns and twists. And Touche. I completely agree with you, Chris. Just like, just like inside of a mutual fund. You know, if you look at the makeup of a mutual fund, if you get, if you sit down and read the perspectives of your mutual fund and, and look at all the things they can and cannot do, you're going to go, what are they talking about? <laughs> yeah. yeah. Right? Yeah. And and that's part of, of you know, uh, uh, just just the investment world. So my, my, my message to you here on annuities is this, is if you're considering an annuity, if you have an annuity, a lot of people don't understand how the annuities work who have them. You know, just sit down with your advisor and ask him or her a lot of questions. Take take them through the the the, the scenario there. So, this would be a great class for you to have at some point too. It really would. You know, maybe we should put on an annuity educational class. 
You know, hey, if you're interested, give me a call. Maybe we'll put one on. So I see we're up against a break here. Let's go ahead and open up the phone lines. Uh, give us a call at 855-ROSE-123, 855-767-3123 with any of your financial planning or investment questions. Listen to Making Money Sense. I'm Larry Rosenthal. We'll be back in a moment. You are listening to Making Money Sense live with Larry Rosenthal. Phone lines are open for your retirement and financial planning questions at 855-ROSE-123. That's 855-767-3123. More Making Money Sense in a moment. Housing prices and interest rates have started to move up. This may be your last chance to take advantage of low rates and housing bargains. If you're considering purchasing a home within the next year, you need to call Troy Turow at McLean Mortgage First to take advantage of his Loan First program. This can give you a winning bid over the competition, even when you come up against cash offers. The Loan First program will have you fully pre-approved so that you understand all aspects of your loan before you start looking for your dream home. Buying confidence when you have your Loan First certificate, which shows the seller your loan is already pre-approved and they can avoid any unnecessary negative support prizes at settlement. Troy's been helping homeowners for over 20 years in the D.C. metro area, and he and his team are ready to help you. Call him today at 571-490-7117. That's 571-490-7117 for your loan first pre-approved certificate. 571-490-7117. Or simply visit his website at anyhomeloans.com. Remember, you want control when you're making an offer on a home. Get your loan first certificate. Call Troy Turow at McLean Mortgage, 571-490-7117. Troy Turow and McLean Mortgage Corporations, NMLS number 5618 and 99665. This is the Larry Rosenthal Show, Making Money Sense. We've got a couple of lines available for you. Now's a good time to talk to our financial and retirement expert here in studio. 855-767-3123, 855-ROSE-123. Larry. Sure, Chris. You know, I was reading here um, uh, the other day in Proverbs three twenty seven twenty eight. Do not withhold good from those to whom it is due when it is in your power to do it. Do not say to your neighbor, go and come back and tomorrow I'll give it to you when you have it with you. Think about all of this, you know, the ability for us to, to share with others, family, friends, even strangers. You know, about the Lord and about, about money management, about whose money it is, the responsibility that we have. We're charged with good stewards, and I've mentioned that many times over the, over, the, over the years. Not necessarily perfect stewardship, but just good stewardship with our dollars and our assets and things. So we want to make sure that we, we spread it around, we do good, and, and, and uh, you know, serve others. You know, mm-hmm. uh, there's an acronym that uh, we, we just learned uh, uh, not, not too long ago called JOY. You know, Jesus, others, then yourself. I like it. That's, yeah. That's yeah. yeah. So it's pretty good. So one of the guys in my uh, Bible study class, his wife is named Joy. So <laughs> we had fun with that. But anyway, um, uh, so think about that when it comes to, to sharing and giving. You know, let let people see that, you know, a lot of people, will, they would they will just hold hold tight-fisted to their dollars, their assets and things. And let people sh- see that you're willing to, to share and give. And, um, you know, they, they might ask, you know, what? why are you so, you know, giving and stuff? And you just say, hey, you know, it's the Lord's anyway, man. Mm-hmm. Might as well share it around. Mm-hmm. So good opportunities there with everything. So, um, you know, another thing that we want to talk about. Hey, Larry, about, I was just going to tell you, you've got a bunch of phone calls on the line if you'd like to grab one of them. I, obviously, you can see my screener's not working. <laughs> yeah, there. yeah. We, Go ahead and pony we'll, up, Chris. Let's grab one up. Jerry's on the line from D.C. Would you like, uh, what's your question for Larry? 
Jerry, you with us? Yes, yes, thank you. Okay. Um, I have um, I have an elderly family member that I'm caring for, and and I've been listening to Susan Orman um, talk about life insurance, and this particular family member, it kind of just fell in my lap. So I am trying to do the best I can with as far as life insurance. She has some, but... It's like a, a little bit, and she's like almost close to 90. Um, but I'm thinking about myself, who's close to 50, and I'm trying to figure out what's the best life insurance to get that's not a lot because Susie almost said she doesn't recommend um, um, whole life and universal. She thinks it's a big ripple. I've heard Dave Ramsey say it, but I kind of want to get your take on it. Um, as far as term and how do you well, find the best life Jerry, insurance? Well, Jerry, the best life insurance is the one that is in force when someone passes. Whether it's term insurance or whole life insurance, it doesn't really matter. Okay? So there there are purposes of, of for for both involved, whether it's whole life or term insurance. There's purposes of it all. Now, when you take a look at at this person that you're talking about who's 90, I'm not sure that she's going to be able to get life insurance anymore. She she may be a little too old to buy some life insurance. But there are some uh, uh, policies out there that will give a, a, a small death benefit for burial-type purposes that you might be able to look into. Okay. Well, okay, if, if, if you want, I'll go ahead and put some uh, uh, information about it all in the mail to you, and I can send you out some information on the difference between term insurance and permanent insurance. And I agree that, that on one hand, term insurance is, is a lot cheaper, but sometimes you don't know what your life's going to be like when you're in your 60s and 70s, and you may still need insurance, and then that term insurance could go way up in cost. Right, right. Because I'm looking for myself. I have children who are I'm still caring for and I have some in college and I don't think I have the kind of insurance that I need to make sure my you know I don't leave um a financial mess for them absolutely well Jerry let me put you on hold and we'll send some information out to you I need to get to some other callers here appreciate the phone call you listen to making money sense Larry Rosenthal show give us a ring at 855 rose one two three let's welcome Michael on the line good morning Michael how are you today morning Larry thank you for the call sir well thank you sure so uh I guess my question is kind of talking about uh, wife and I you know we're she's uh, about 50 and I'm like 47 we just bought a house we've had some rocky time there, and we're just trying to figure out now. You know, now we bought a house. We're we have uh, good jobs, so we're both making about a hundred thousand a year, and we're very thankful for that. Thank God. So now, what can we do to kind of? We don't have much, you know, assets now, but we just bought a house. We'd like to do something else, something. To, you know, to so here's the deal, Michael. So start thinking of it as building blocks. First of all, first thing we want to do is we want to build some money up into the bank. We want to make sure that you have an adequate amount of money anywhere from three to six months worth of living expenses saved in the bank. That way, should something happen, you're okay for three to six months there. Then we want to also start investing dollars. Now, at the same time, it's a little tricky. I, I, I want you to put into your retirement plan at work both for you and your wife, at, at a very minimum, 
what they're matching. Like if they're matching 3% or 5% or something like that, I want you to put that into to your 401K or whatever type of retirement plan you have at work and start building that money because that's free money. That's 100% matching on your dollars. So I would put that in and then build the bank. Okay. Okay. All right. Um, watch the cash flow and, and, and things like that. I'm going to send you out our financial planning toolkit, and that will really help you get, get that organized. Is that okay? Yes, Larry. Thank you, sir. I appreciate it. Absolutely, Michael. Let me put you on hold, and Bob will get your information. We'll send that out to you uh, next week and have someone follow up. Appreciate the phone call. Let's welcome uh, Caroline on the line. Good morning, Caroline. How are you today? Hi. Good morning. I'm doing well. How are you? I'm well. Thanks for asking. How can I help you? Sure. Yes. I just was wondering if, if you could share with me your opinion on fixed index annuities. Someone is gave a little presentation on them and said that uh, for a 10-year one, it would give you 4 to 7%, and the insurance company would add 15% and then do a 50% bonus matching. And um, basically then it becomes like your own personal pension because I don't have a pension. I don't work for the government. Um, and I was just wondering your thoughts of putting money in there to sort of create my own pension. Absolutely, Caroline. So, so this is a perfect. Did you hear the beginning of the show? We're, I did not. I'm sorry. Okay. Well, that's fine. We were talking about annuities, and this is just an absolute perfect question on how annuities can be complex and confusing. Okay. Mm -hmm. And first of all, a fixed annuity versus an, a fixed indexed annuity is what you're talking about. So that tells me that the rate of return is going to be based off of a stock market index, whether it's the S&P 500 or a European index or whatever it is. It doesn't matter. And you're going to get a piece of that each year. The thing about that is that's okay. That type of an annuity is probably going to give you the ability not to lose money, but you're not going to make all the money if the market goes way, way up. There are some annuities that give you the ability not to lose money and make just about everything that goes up, okay? Mm. So a couple little differences there. One of the uh, uh, red flags that you just mentioned is when the company gives you a bonus. When the company gives you a bonus, that means that they're going to control and own that money for a long period of time. So on the back end of this, you may want to find out what your liquidity options are. Some annuities are going to are going to uh, penalize you for a long period of time if they're giving you these bonus monies and then a 50% bump here and a 10% bump there and all these different things. A lot of times they don't work out too well. So I would sit down and and take a good look and understand that. As a matter of fact, I, I give you a ton of questions to ask <laughs> the, these people on it all. But you really want to shop that arena. When it when it comes to it, there there are there are the the more bonuses and programs you put on the annuity, the less favorable it could become to you as far as getting your dollars out. Does that make sense? Yes. Now I do agree in one of your statements that you said at the top of the question here, which was um, the the person was saying, well, this could be like a private pension. Well, you know, let's not use crazy language about like that let's just talk about the purpose of an annuity is to provide guaranteed income for you and your your spouse or whatever for a lifetime that's the purpose of it going into it then you need to take a look at all the different bells and whistles on these and some of the ones that you were talking about i'm personally not a big fan of because i know what the liquidity issues are on the other end i think you can solve 
to get your guaranteed issue a reasonable rate of return at a good price without being tied up so much in, in, in to, to an insurance company because of the different bonuses that they're talking about. Okay? Okay. Um, if you like, I'll be happy to send you out some information, and uh, I can have put you on hold, and Bob will get your information. We'll have someone give you a call and sort of step you through. You can send in the, the literature to us. We'll read it for you and, and uh, give you some guidance on it. Okay, thank you so much. Do you like any annuities? I do. Um, Which ones? Well, you know what? I'd, I'm not going to get into the, talking about okay. the particular ones on the air because then I'd have to, you know, I, I'd be promoting one or the other. So, so at, at the beginning of the show, I was I was explaining how some financial advisors only put their clients into an annuity, okay, <laughs> and that to me is a red flag. Whereas some advisors will never put a client into an annuity. You know, we we have clients that have annuities and, and clients that don't have annuities. There's a specific purpose for every investment vehicle out there. Annuities perform one function. Mutual f funds perform another function. ETFs perform another function. You know, all the real estate performs another function. All different investment vehicles have pros and cons to them. You really have to see what, what you as the investor really wants to, to try to accomplish, Caroline. So, yes, there are annuities out there that we would support and recommend recommend um just need to find out what it is you know i don't know anything about your your liquidity your assets your liabilities your cash flow your time horizon your risk tolerance or anything like that so for me to say yo go buy abc annuity that's great for you i, I don't have a clue of your situation right now does that make sense it does thank you yep Okay, Caroline, let me put you on hold here. Appreciate the phone call. Have a wonderful weekend. You're listening to Making Money Sense, Larry Rosenthal Show. Give us a ring at 855-ROSE-123. That's 855-767-3123. Let's welcome Viola on the line. Good morning, Viola. How are you? Oh, I'm fine. How are you doing? I'm well. How can I help you? Yeah, I was, uh, I was curious to ask this question. Um, how much can you invest in an annuity um, investment? How much can you start with? Uh, you can. You mean from a minimum standpoint or a maximum standpoint? Both. Well, from a minimum standpoint, I I think most annuities will allow you to start off with two or five thousand dollars, and maximum uh could be a few million, um that you're allowed to put into an annuity. Okay. Well, um, when you put it there, you're gonna put it for for certain amount of years. Well, the the yes, a lot of times when you put money into an annuity, it will be required to stay there for a certain amount of years because if you pull it out too early, too much of it too early, you could get into a penalty. And that's why it's important. Well, um, yeah. Why? That's that's why it's important to really understand how the annuity functions, the purpose of it in your life, what kind of money you're using for it, the commitment you're willing to put put on that money for the lengths of time. So, again, there's lots of pros and cons to them, and you need to make sure that you, you, you're getting into the right annuity. Now, there are some annuities, Viola, where you can put money in today and pull it out tomorrow, and there's no penalties. Okay. So there's lots of different investment. There's lots of different annuities out there, and, and that's, that's part of what I was trying to explain to people is just the pros and cons to them and how they really all work. That, that was the yeah, purpose. But, the, the main purpose was so many people are getting, getting, you know, offered to put money into these annuity contracts, and there's nothing wrong with that, but at the same time, they don't understand a lot of times on, on what they're purchasing, or they don't understand other options that may be better for them. 
in, in, in annuities or outside of annuities. That's all. Okay. I want to ask another question again. If you have, like, your 401k, um, is, it, is it good to leave it there or just use, use it, um, start an annuity um, investment um, somewhere that you can have both? Or, I don't know. With a 401k plan, providing you've left your, your employer and the money's at your old 401k plan, is that what you're talking about? Yes. So you have four options. One, you can leave it where it is. Two, you can pull it out and, and, and put it in your pocket and pay tax on it. Three, you can roll it over to a new employer. Or four, you can roll it over to an IRA. If you choose to roll it to an IRA, then you decide on the investment vehicle that you're going to be using, whether that investment vehicle is an annuity or mutual funds or stocks or bonds or whatever it may be. That is your decision with you and your financial advisor, you yourself, as to how you're going to go about doing it. So sometimes if your objective leans more towards guarantee type of income, then you may want to look at putting a portion of those dollars into an annuity or not. I don't really know, but you can do that. But those are your four choices, and you should examine them all also. You know, some some of your old employer plans may have adequate choices for what your investment objectives are. You may end up leaving it there. Sometimes you, you want to roll it to a new employer or cash it out or even roll it to an IRA. Most of the time, people roll it to an IRA um, for, for, for different reasons. Exactly. Appreciate the phone call, Viola. I'll put you on hold. and we'll, yep, we'll send you out our financial planning toolkit. You're listening to Making Money Sense. Give us a call at 855-ROSE-123. That's 855-767-3123. Back in a minute with more Making Money Sense. You are listening to Making Money Sense live with Larry Rosenthal. Phone lines are open for your retirement and financial planning questions at 855-ROSE-123. That's 855-767-3123. More Making Money Sense in a moment. Remember those kids that you keep your kids away from? Those kids that society doesn't seem to know what to do with? That kid you saw on the street corner last week? Remember that kid that, well, you feel sorry for, the dropout, the pregnant teen, the drug addict. Those are the kids that Youth for Tomorrow wants to reach. And Youth for Tomorrow has reached nearly 800 children since opening its doors in 1986. That's 800 young men and women helped to become responsible and effective members of society. The founder and chairman of Youth for Tomorrow, former Washington Redskins coach and current NASCAR team owner Joe Gibbs, says if we don't do what we can to influence our young people, there are plenty of others who will in the wrong direction. For more information about Youth for Tomorrow, call 703-368-7995 or go to youthfortomorrow.org. You can help turn a negative into a positive. Call 703-368-7995 or go to youthfortomorrow.org. Get a free financial planning toolkit now. Go to LarryRosenthal.com or call 855-ROSE-123. This is the Larry Rosenthal Show, Making Money Sense, and we have some lines available for you, 855-767-3123, 855-ROSE-123, to talk to Larry Rosenthal here in studio, our financial and retirement expert, Larry. So, Chris, you know, we're talking about different uh, in, annuity products today, investment vehicles and the such, right? Mm-hmm. So, one of the things that 
that uh, this plays into diving, taking a little bit deeper dive into this is correlation and portfolio performance. What in the world is correlation, right? So, so let's talk about this a little bit here. It's important to understand how asset allocation and correlation work. So, asset allocation, you know, you've always heard grandma say, don't put all your eggs in one basket when you drive home with a bicycle, right? Okay, so asset allocation refers to an investor's basic portfolio is dividing it among different asset classes, like uh, large company stocks, small company stocks, international, things like that, to perform and get different underlying, uh, they will perform in different underlying market conditions, basically. So you want to find an optimal or an appropriate mix of investments that typically, and that will typically depend on the investor's age and risk tolerance, cash flow needs, time horizon, financial goals and objectives, and, and, and things of that nature. The, the concept of correlation on top of asset allocation plays a different role in, in basically building out a well-diversified pile of investments that's going to manage your, your, your returns uh, with a balance of risk and returns. For example, when you take a look at, at, at the, the, the definition of correlation, what it really means is, is it's a, a statistical measure of how two investments will perform relative to each other. So, so investments that are positively correlated will have prices that tend to move in the same direction. So if, if, if you have two investments, investment A and B, and investment A is going up, B will go up as well. Whereas a security that's negatively, negatively correlated, in, in this example, investment A goes up, investment B may be going down or may be going flat, sideways. So when you're looking at building your investment portfolio, and this relates back to these annuity guarantees, and I'll, I'll tie it back to you in just a minute, is, is you want to try and have investments that are are negatively correlated, so when one's going up, the other's going down, so you're not losing too much money. But then people will say, well, wait a minute, Larry, why not have it all go up, right? Sure, that's that's the deal, right? But But my point is when you're looking at building a retirement stream of income from reliable, dependable sources in a tax-efficient manner, you have to consider pensions, Social Security, possibly annuities, and then how you're going to get your investments your investment, your other investments, to deliver income for you. Dividends, tax-free municipal bonds, capital gains, systematic withdrawal programs, um, options, all different things that infuse cash into your portfolio. Then you have to take a look at how are things correlated together? What is their relationship together? So if the markets are all going up, everybody's happy. But if the markets start to come down, some investments will be negatively correlated, and they could actually be going up when the market's going down. Or they could be staying, they could be maintaining a guaranteed performance level for income, hence an annuity there. Kind of like so, puts on an option. Yeah. Could be, or bond interest, too, from mm -hmm. an individual bond. So so lots of different scenarios there when it, when it all comes down to it. Hey, let's welcome James on the line from Maryland. Good morning, James. How are you today? Uh, good morning. How are you, Larry? Thank you for taking my call. Um, I'm calling about my wife's retirement plan. It's a big complex. Uh, it has a 403C um, component, but it also has this annuity component that I'm getting a difficult 
having difficulty with it. Um, and I guess my simple question is, after she separates from uh, employment at this particular company, is it possible to roll it? annuity portion over or move it to 403 or is there a way to get rid of it? <laughs> so, yes, there is. Okay, the, great. The, there is. So my understanding here, I, I think I'm going to try and read between the lines. She, she works in a nonprofit school system, Correct. hospital, whatever it may be, Correct. and one of her investment choices is to put money into an annuity while she's funding her retirement. Is that correct? Correct. Yes. So she doesn't have to put the money in there now. She can stop putting it in now and put it into some of the other investment vehicles. It actually may be a little bit less expensive for her when you look at the expense ratios of everything. Uh, okay. And the portion that's already there, you know, there's a significant amount there. Uh, when she separates from that company, she can roll that to... Uh, self-directed IRA, perhaps? Yes, she can. And now you need to ask the question of the money that's in there. Let, let, let's let's put some time frames on this so that I can clearly give you a picture of this, James. Let's suppose she wanted to retire, um, let's say, January of 2019, okay? And, and she makes a deposit in October of 2017 into the 403B annuity. This is the question that you need to ask the um, 403B representative. Each month's deposit that goes into this annuity from her paycheck, does it carry a period of years that if she were to roll the money out, there's a surrender penalty to it, a surrender charge? Uh, okay. So if that's the case, then you want her to stop putting money into that now if you intend on getting out of it. Because after that surrender penalty goes away, she's free to move the money around. Okay, So you basically want to ask, what are the rules of engagement in order to, when she separates service one day down the road, to move the money out of the annuity? But take a look at the lineup of mutual funds that's in her plan as well. And you don't necessarily have to be putting money into the annuity choice. You can put it into the regular mutual funds. Thank okay. You so much, Larry. I really Absolutely. Yep. You have a great weekend. Appreciate the phone call. You're listening to Making Money Sense. Give us a ring at eight five five Rose one two three. That's eight five five seven six seven three one two three. With any financial planning or investment questions, give us a call. So, getting back to this correlation, Chris. So, if you stop and you look about asset allocation and correlation differences, there. That's one of the things that we look at with clients. Because today, a lot of your investments behind the scenes are investing in things that are inside the S&P 500, which is, you know, doing very, very well. Everybody wants a piece of it, right? So make sure that you know what you make sure you know what you own, so that you can weather any storms that may be coming up. Not saying that there's going to be one, but I just want to make sure that you understand the difference there between correlation and asset allocation. If you want some information on that, feel free to go to my website, LarryRosenthal.com. Shoot us off an email. Be happy to send that out to you. It's one of the overlooked pieces when people are examining their investments. When people are, are, are taking a look at how to, you know, invest for, for their growth and their income and different things like that. So, so make sure that you understand the differences there. Let's go ahead and welcome, uh, is this Elisa? I think it's Elsa. Elsa. I think she's still talking to Bob for the moment, but. Uh, uh, Bob will talk. There you go. <laughs> 
<laughs> no worries. Yeah, he will. He will. But you know, he's a he's a nice guy. We love Bob. Yeah, Bob's yep. great stuff. Bob's great. No, no doubt about it. Put her on hold. And we'll there pick we her go. up. There we go. Good morning, Elsa. How are you? Good morning. How are you? I'm well. How can I help you? Yeah, I have a uh, uh, mortgage uh, question. We have a 30 year old mortgage. So uh, since I heard you said that the interest rate is creeping up. So is it a good time to refinance a 15 years mortgage? Well, it's 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 you know it depends what your objectives are. If you want to uh, pay the house off sooner, then yeah, a 15 year mortgage would be a good a good choice versus a 30 year mortgage. Uh, it all depends on your cash flow and what your goals are. Do you plan on staying in the house? Do you want the house paid for? Um, because uh, my husband and I are in in our 60s. We are in our mid 60s. So oh, we still carry a 30-year mortgage. Um, we are thinking. We are, I don't know uh, which way to go. You know, uh, should we stick with the 30 years old or 15? Because we are not in a hurry to pay up. But I'm thinking, we don't want to pay pay until the pay up the mortgage until we die. So we are thinking, uh, which way to go? And uh, for uh, right now, we pay in more each month. We pay in $500 more uh, each month for for the mortgage. So we are thinking, should we go through all this uh, uh, um, uh, process to make it to 15? So we're debating. Should we just put, keep putting money in when we have extra, or should we go for 15 years? The answer really depends on, on this question, Elsa, and that is, do you want to have this home paid for? Are you well, going to stay in this home? Mostly, this... yes. So do we have benefit for paying it up sooner? Okay, then if that's the case, then yes. So you can you can sit down with a mortgage person and you can just simply take a look at if you if what the cost is going to be each month for you to change it to a 15-year note, and if you're able to put more money on top of the 15-year payment each month, then you could end up paying this thing off in seven, eight, nine years. It just depends how much cash flow you can you can you know uh, aim towards that mortgage payment. Uh -huh. So if you're going to stay in the house, then that's fine. But if not, if you plan to move in about five years, something like that, so it's not a good idea to to change, right? It, I don't, I don't, I don't think it would be. No, I would stay with the thirty-year mortgage. It's it's less expensive and for you, and then you, this extra money that you're putting towards the house, I would actually start put it, putting it into the bank, um, because you're going to need that for moving expenses and things. Uh, really depends on. Yeah, I got it. Really depends on whether we want to stay here for the rest of our life or. We Okay, this is the main main um, correct. thing that we need to consider, huh? That is no. correct. Let me put you on hold. I've got to close out the show, and I'll pick you up in just a few moments, okay? Appreciate the phone call. Hey, you can join us next Saturday for another session of the Larry Rosenthal Show, Making Money Sense. So for Bob in the back and Chris McKay, I'm Larry Rosenthal. Have a wonderful week. Give us a call during the week, 855-ROSE-123. Be happy to answer your questions and send you out some material as well. Have a wonderful week. We'll be back next Saturday with another session of Making Money Sense. Thinking about life insurance? What if you could make one free phone call and learn your best price from nearly a dozen highly rated price competitive companies? Well, that's exactly what happens when you call SelectQuote Life. For example, George is 40. He was getting sky-high quotes from other companies because he takes meds to control his blood pressure. But when I shopped around, I found him a 10-year, $500,000 policy for under $25 a month. 
I'm SelectQuote agent Dan Savino. And believe me, if SelectQuote isn't shopping for your life insurance, you're probably paying too much. For your free quote, call 800-494-2323. That's 800-494-2323. 800-494-2323. Or go to selectquote.com. Since 1985, we shop, you save. Get full details on the example policy at selectquote.com slash commercials. Your price could vary depending on your health issuing company and other factors. Not available in all states. Hey folks, Rich Lee here. Well, my pillow has now made it easier than ever to own a my pillow. Not only are they still offering a 10-year warranty, not only is it guaranteed not to go flat, made in USA, washable, dryable, and the official pillow of the National Sleep Foundation, but now here's their best offer yet. For a limited time, go to mypillow.com or call 800-517-3636 and use promo code WAVA to take advantage of Mike Lindell's four-pack special. You'll get 40% off two my pillow premium pillows and two go anywhere pillows. Now you can take your my pillow with you when you travel and even give one to a friend there is no excuse to delay any longer purchase the best pillow i have ever owned call 800-517-3636 do that today and get the four-pack special that's 40 percent off two my pillow premium pillows and two go anywhere pillows my pillow will get you into that deep sleep faster and you'll stay there longer call 800-517-3636 notice the difference a good night's sleep can make at home and now even when you travel call 800-517-3636 or mypillow.com promo code wava from the truck film. Where did you come from? The true story of a stray dog. Who are you? That's Pluto. Who saves a struggling family in more ways than one. What's wrong? This isn't working anymore. Sometimes help comes from the most unlikely places. I don't need you. He's trying. He really is. Sometimes. Three-star general Michael J. Flynn, head of the Pentagon Intelligence Agency, knew all the government's dirty secrets. He was one of the most respected generals in the military. Flynn knew what the intel world had been up to. He understood its funding. He ordered the first audit of the use of contractors. This set off alarm bells. The explosive new documentary, Flynn, deliver the truth, whatever the cost, and covers the facts behind this scandal. Flynn told the truth. He was the most dangerous person for Donald Trump to hire. I find out the worst enemy that I'm going to face in my life is right here. Here in America. They took my assessment and they wanted me to change it. And I was like, I'm not changing it. They had to get rid of Flynn. With in-depth interviews, archival footage, and never before seen personal records to the man behind the headlines. I just felt like I was drowning. Flynn, deliver the truth, whatever the cost. Available now. Watch it today. Go to salemnow.com. Salemnow.com.